0: Who dat? And welcome back to the concus Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host as always, Brendan Erdl. Today I'm here to talk about the Christmas game the Saints beat the Minnesota Vikings 52-33. I hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas. I hope everyone enjoyed this game as much as Alvin Kamara did. I hope your Christmas was as good as Alvin Kamara's. And stay happy and healthy over the weekend. And you had a great week because it was a great week to be a Saints fan. With this huge win, the Saints, of course, dropped a 52 bomb on the Vikings, a team we all can hate. Yes, we all can hate the Vikings. They eliminate them from the playoffs. So, basically, we, we beat them. We ended their season. And this clinches the NFC South. The Saints have won the NFC South for the fourth consecutive year. Drew Brees and the Saints are dominating this division. It's just a straight fact. The Saints run the NFC South. Not even Tom Brady coming into the division. With Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette could stop the Saints from winning. They dominated them both games. The Saints ran the NFC South. And they have an opportunity to sweep all their opponents. With this last game against the Carolina Panthers, they could sweep the NFC South. Now let's talk a little bit about this game. And it was an enjoyable game. I had, I had tons of fun watching it. And I think uh, the Saints played great. But there was tons of things that were messy and that need to be cleaned up, and they still have a week to do that. Uh, There's tons of different scenarios where the Saints can get the one seed, two seed, or even fall to the three. I'll be going over those in just a second. But all they need to worry about is taking care of business, and they did. They beat the Vikings, and they just got to finish it up, beat the Panthers like they did last year. Um, Get out there with a win, do it pretty easily, and let's go figure out who we're going to play in the playoffs. Now, this offense scored a 50-burger. They scored 52 points. But there was tons of things this offense could have done differently and honestly better. There were some bad mistakes in this game. We look at the Drew Brees pick to Jared Cook. I mean, there's multiple things you could say. Jared Cook didn't run a a clean route. And uh, it was a 10-yard out, and he kind of ran it to the end zone a little bit. And the corner jumped the route, got a pick. You also could say Drew didn't throw it far enough ahead of Jared Cook. Either way, it wasn't a good play, and Sean Payton wanted a PI, but it, I don't—I didn't see a PI. Either way, that is a dirty play that needs to be cleaned up. That's just one mistake. The Saints didn't punt in this game. The only times they didn't score was when they turned it over, and the other time was when Drew dumped it off to Emmanuel Sanders, tipped up in the air, and the Vikings um, intercepted it, and it made a—they got him right back into the game. The Saints gave them life. And it sure, wasn't a great ball from Drew. But in the NFL, if a wide receiver gets two hands on the football, come down with it or have no one come down with it. And he tipped that thing in the air. And Vikings had it in, in the Saints' red zone. And, of course, they scored. And that put the Vikings right back into the game. The Saints' defense did a great job coming out of the second half and stopping the Vikings. And they punted. And the Saints had a real chance to give them a death blow and end this game. And instead, they turned it over. And the Vikings We're brought right back into this game. Now defensively, first off, they will lose Kwan Alexander for the season. It really, really sucks to lose him, especially for the season. He brought so much range to this defense, and of course, everyone loves Kwan. He was such a good locker room guy. Hopefully, they can bring him back uh, next year and rework his contract and whatnot. But the defense played good enough to win. It definitely wasn't great. You don't want to be allowing 33 points on anyone, but this Vikings offense is a very, very good offense. Whether the record says they're good or not, they're 6-9. and nine, And they have one of the best running backs in the NFL right now. And Adam Thielen has always been a Saints killer. No excuses. But Justin Jefferson had a pretty good game as well. I know C.J. gardner johnson and Marshawn Lattimore would love to say differently. Uh, I know they are not big fans of him. And C.J., especially being from Florida, does not like LSU. And Justin hates Florida, and they've played against each other, too, So in college. So there was a little bit of beefing going on, if if you don't know what I'm talking about on Twitter. You can go look at their mentions. They were beefing up a little bit. But I think the Saints did a really good job of of, of defending Thielen and Jefferson for the most part. What we've seen in years past is Marshawn locked in on Adam Thielen. They like Marshawn guarding the bigger receiver. But in this game, they actually had Marshawn against Justin Jefferson because he's twitchy, fast and can kind of beat you in different ways. And Marshawn's kind of their fastest corner, so I thought that was a good matchup. Junior has on Adam Thielen as well. There were some leaky plays, but they didn't have their top safety, Marcus Williams, in this game. And Kirk Cousins threw for 291 yards and three touchdowns. Definitely not great. And that's something that needs to be cleaned up come playoff time. They can't have teams be throwing all over them. And I think they will. I think they need to get healthy. They missed Trey Hendrickson as well. And, of course, losing Kwon early kind of messed up their game plan. But getting Marcus back, getting Trey Hendrickson back, getting Malcolm Brown back as well will be huge for this defense. And if they're fully healthy, I hope they can play like how, they were, how they've been playing. Now let's talk about what everyone, everyone wants to be talking about right now. And it's this offense and how well they played in this game. Before I even mention the running back that scored six touchdowns, I want to go out and mention Teron Armstead and Ryan Ramchek. If you haven't already rewatched the game like me, Go watch, and go watch how dominant Armstead and Ramchick were all game long. They were serving out pancakes, flapjacks for free. All-you-can-eat pancakes everywhere. Go out and look. He Toronto Armstead was the bouncer. He was blocking people literally into the freaking locker room. I would have scored six touchdowns, too, if I had those blockers. Kamara, of course, had a phenomenal day and full history. Tied for the most rushing touchdowns in one game with some guy who... Uh, Scored six touchdowns in 1929, whatever that means to you. But Alvin Kamara is the best running back in the NFL right now. And if he isn't in the MVP conversation, I don't know who should be. This will go down as one of the best one-game performances from an NFL player and easily the best Christmas Day performance ever from an NFL player. Six rushing touchdowns. Zeke Elliott has five rushing touchdowns on the season. Michael Thomas hasn't scored a touchdown this year. Think about that. Kamara scored six touchdowns in one game. Most players in this league won't even score one. And the good players don't even get to that number in the season. Six touchdowns. Dalvin Cook had a respectable game. 15 carries, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Kamara, 22 carries, 155, and six touchdowns. And you think, okay, they just ran the ball all game long. Drew Brees had 300 yards. He was 19 for 26 for 311 yards. That's not even that bad. Yes, he threw the two picks, but Drew was looking pretty good. He admitted he was healthy this game. He felt good. It looked like it. There were some throws where it's like, why are you doing that? But Sean Payton said, there's, there were some plays they implemented for Taysom Hill that were deep shots that they felt Taysom Hill could throw because of his arm strength, and they kept him in there. They said, Drew, we believe in you. Go out there and throw him. And one of those was the Adam Trotman uh, late-game play-action pass that brought them down to the one that gave Kamara six. Honestly, Kamara could have had seven. They were on the one-yard line. Taysom Hill punched it in. I don't know why they didn't put Kamara in. He looked really, really tired, but Kamara didn't care. He said, this is a team game. If I have to score six touchdowns to win, that's what I'll do. But if it involves me not touching the football once, let's do it. He's a team player. He wants to win. He wants to go in a Super Bowl he put the team on his back in this game, he was phenomenal. Kamara was great, he had an awesome game, one of the best games of his career. But let's talk about Latavius Murray cause no one is talking about him. He had a quiet 12 carries for 72 yards. Not many people are respecting that. This is the ex viking, he wanted to kill this team. His old team that let him go, didn't even offer him a contract. He wanted to go out there and kill him. 72 yards, that alone would have been a good performance. He was one yard short of Dalvin Cook's 73, all by himself. Why they had such a good game? The offensive line put it all together. They played great. Cesar Ruiz, best game of his career up to this point. They need to continue playing like this. If they can, if all O-line can play this good, they should be this good week in and week out. But if they continue to play this good, man, I keep saying it. I keep saying it. They're going to win a Super Bowl. We talked about in last week's podcast that Jared Cook hasn't been really what he should be this season. And Emmanuel Sanders has kind of been quiet. This game, Emmanuel Sanders, four catches, 83 yards. And those 83 yards were crucial. Yes, he had that drop play that was interception. But he came back and made some big time catches on third down and some plays that really extended drives. Jared Cook as well. Three three receptions, 82 yards. Those are big yards in this game. I mean, between those two guys, that's 160 yards. And getting Callaway back, that's some mad respect to Callaway. I mean, salute to Callaway because he came in, only had three catches for 26 yards, so not not amazing. But he came in and blocked his life off. I mean, he was out there grinding. I mean, go back and watch. He was in on every single block. He was... Down blocking DNs, DTs, corners. Doesn't even matter. He was doing the dirty work that Brandon Coleman and Marcus Colson used to do. Go out there and block and just go help out your guys. I mean, that's like another tight end out there. He's really putting his all on every single play. Shout out to Marcus Callaway. He had a great game. Now, what does this game mean for the Saints and their seeding? Right now, of course, they were division champs. They locked up a top four seed. And locked up a top three seed because the NFC East sucks. Now, tons of things need to happen the Saints' way. Only thing we need to worry about ourselves, being the Saints, is go win next week. And there's not really a scenario where we can sit our starters. There's there's there are some, but the main game we need to worry about is this Sunday. It's when this podcast comes out. It already happened. You guys will already know the results. We need the Seahawks to beat the Rams. And stay with us and the Packers in that race for the first seed because they have the tiebreaker over the Packers we have the tiebreaker over them so say we all the same record it'd be Saints 1 Seahawks 2 Packers 3 even though the Packers beat us we have the tiebreaker over Seattle and Seattle has it over Green Bay now Green Bay plays Tennessee this Sunday night this game doesn't really mean a lot because it won't change the tiebreaker against Seattle or us because it's an AFC opponent. If they lose, we'll all be tied still. The main thing we need is them to lose next week against the Bears because that's an NFC opponent and that's what the tiebreaker goes off of is the NFC uh, head-to-head records, Seahawks being better than the Packers. Now, yes, it'd be really nice if the Packers could lose this week and then lose next week. That would just mean the Saints cleanly get the first pick rather than all these tiebreakers, but we need the Seahawks to keep pace with us and the packers if we want to get that first seed yeah it sounds confusing and whatnot and there's so many different scenarios where we could end up with one two or three that's pretty much all we know is we uh, probably will get one of those spots now does it really matter where we sit to me no we're playing good football if we play great football come january we'll beat anyone bucks packers redskins Cardinals any any of the NFC West opponents any of them I think we can beat everyone there's not a team that scares me left in the playoffs I think if we get a rematch with the Packers things will be totally different as it stands right now the Saints will play the Cardinals in that first round but the Bears actually control their playoff lives and we could be playing the Bears if they beat the Packers so if the Bears beat the Packers and uh, the Packers win tonight, we will be playing the Packers. But the Packers lose tonight and the Bears win next week, we will have a bye. It's very confusing, I know. Only thing you need to be worried about as a Saints fan is how this team's playing. Because it doesn't matter if we have one bye, two bye, three byes, if we get just gifted to the Super Bowl, it doesn't matter. We need to be playing our best football and play great defense, play great offense. And the main thing for the Saints is to get healthy. Get Trey back, get Michael Thomas back. Get all these big targets back. The Saints are thin at wide receiver. They also signed wide receiver Jake Kumro, who was part of the Bills this year and the Packers last year. Um, it's just to add some wide receiver depth because they lost Deontay, of course, and Traquan Smith. Those Smith. They're both on IR. They hope to get him back for the playoffs, but who knows? I mean, they're really thin right now, and it should at times in the Vikings game. But if they can run the football like they did in this game and play great defense, they're winning the Super Bowl. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Your New Orleans Saints are NFC South champions for the fourth year in a row. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas and you enjoyed this episode. We also eliminated the Minnesota Vikings. If you have any fans or friends that are Vikings fans, go let them know. The Saints ended your season. Hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Who dat? Hold it. Hold it. Who did? Who did? Let's go! Let's. We on a